It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Just how much anticipation is there for the Reds this season? Well, if you ask the locker room for the Reds, quite a bit. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily source for all things Cincinnati Reds. I'm Stephen Offenbaker, and my co-host Jeff Carr, you just heard from him, we love baseball. We love these Cincinnati Reds, and we have taken our love of the game, we have taken our love for this team in Cincinnati, and we have turned it into information for you. Locked On Reds is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And on today's podcast, Jeff and I, we are going to the bullpen, and we're bringing in Lucas Sims. That's right, we are joined Today by Cincinnati Reds relief pitcher Lucas Sims, who, believe it or not, is now the longest tenured member of this Cincinnati Reds team. Can you believe that? Uh, when we looked that up, kind of blew me away a bit. There it is. He is now uh, the aged veteran of the Reds with Joey Votto seemingly departed town for good. Before we get into our conversation with Lucas, I want to shout out the sponsor of today's podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place any $5 bet. That's right. You can take Jeff's advice on the over and still win $150. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. And without further ado, we are going to dive into our conversation with Reds relief pitcher, Lucas Sims. 2024 has to be one of the most anticipated seasons in Reds country uh, in a long, long time. There, there is a, an, an air of expectation building around this team. Uh, do you feel that? Or, or are you feeling that way heading into now spring training is almost here and we're getting ready to fire baseball up in 2024? Absolutely. Um, we noticed it last season at the ballpark. Um, I remember looking at, I want to say it was Luke Maley before one of our games. I think it was a Tuesday, Tuesday game. I don't know, middle of summer. Um, and we we're, were going out before the anthem. We're sitting in the dugout and kind of like looked around and and uh i go males kind of a little bit of a buzz buzz here tonight he goes yeah like you can just sense it you can sense it from there and uh i looked at him i go there hadn't been a, a buzz on a on a tuesday game in july against whoever um i hadn't seen that in a while here and so he started sensing it then and then um you know reds fest every year um, been, I guess this would be my, this would have been my fifth or sixth or seven, I lose track how many Reds Fest it's been. But, but even then you can see the excitement of all the fans coming through. Um, you know, everybody was talking about how they're looking forward to it. Um, and I think come, with that comes, there is a decent amount of pressure there, but I think, I think this group is so good about, um, staying even keel 
Um, you know, even last year, um, you know, we were pretty young. Nobody ever panicked. There's there's no panic. Um, you know, we just go about and 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 play our game, try and play it the right way. Um, you know, play hard, play for each other, and you know, generally the rest kind of just takes care of itself. So, I know the fans are excited. Um, we're very excited as well. You know, kind of that Reds Fest too. It's right about that time, about halfway. Um, get to check in and and see people and. Um, you know, everybody seems like they're, everybody's fired up and, and can't wait to get to spring and, and, uh, you know, play our brand of baseball. Yeah. That's something that the moves that the Reds have made this off season, I think have added to it because it started back in the summer with, uh, Matt McClain getting called up and Ellie de la Cruz getting called up and all these young guys kind of coming together at the same time to add to the core of this team and really show that the Reds can be here for a long time. and then they go out and they sign a bunch of guys coming this off season. What was your perspective on that? Because like we, as fans, we were like, okay, they, they need to go get this and they need to go sign this and maybe trade for this or something like that. You as a player, obviously have a different point of view from all of that. How did you feel about the different additions that the Reds made? I'm excited. Um, I think they went out and tried to address, um, address some I don't want to say issues but um they went out and looking to improve the improve the team um I think they did just just that um you know the, the guys that that we brought in um you know I, I I've never met him before most of them um I know Suter a little bit so I'm excited to have him in the fold but um everybody I've talked to has had nothing but great things to say about the people that we've brought in and um you know I, I watch from either TV or, or from the other side of the, of the fence, but, um, you know, excited to have those guys. I know they're going to, they're going to help us out a lot. And, um, I think they're going to fit right in and, um, you know, excited for those guys to be here and, um, you know, it's go time. I think we, uh, we expect a lot of ourselves. Um, we expect to win. So I'm fired up to have those guys in the fold with us. You know, Lucas, people that cover the team, always make a big deal about number of rookies and they talk about experience versus inexperience and the reds have made their living the last few years with rookie debuts lots and lots of new faces debuts rookies coming up but with the additions to the bullpen now there's some bona fide major league experience that is now infused into this bullpen to go along with guys like yourself that had plenty now on, on year seven. And, you know, Alexis is now heading into year three. You've got guys that, you know, have a little bit of experience behind them now. What kind of difference does that make in a bullpen, in a group of pitchers that are showing up to Goodyear and, and getting their work done to prepare for a season? Does it make it easier to get ready for the season when you don't have as much rookies in debut and you have this experienced group of veterans? I'd say probably so. Um, there's just more experience. You know, we're always trying to learn, I, especially myself. I'm always trying to trying to learn and, and improve and um, see how I can advance my game. Um, and, and, you know, you, you start bringing in people that have um, a, a lot of experience and, and have had a lot of success in the major leagues. It's just another opportunity to learn, kind of pick their brains and, you know, what has kind of made you successful um, and just, you know, kind of expound on that. And then, um, 
you know, another big part is, is getting to know them as a person. Um, and that, that's another great part about spring is, you know, there's a lot of different faces, a lot of different uh, bodies in there, but, um, you know, sitting down, having breakfast or lunch and, um, you know, going out to stretch or going out to eat or whatever, um, getting to know them as, as a person. And then I think that always kind of helps, um, you know, once you're out there between the lines, you know, it makes it it makes it that much easier to to pull for them and you know pull on the same side of the rope for sure. Who's kind of become and, and I know that I had heard on an interview uh, that Brent Suter gave with Lance McAllister that he had said that he had known you a little bit from the Nuxhall Miracle League uh, banquets and stuff like that over the last few years. What's it like bringing a guy like that in that you have a little bit of at least a friendship with where you kind of like, dude, you're coming into work with me. Let's go. This is, yeah. This is gonna be yeah. So I, I saw, um, I saw when they first, the first report came out that he was going to sign with us. Uh, I called him, I was in the car, uh, called him immediately and just told him, you know, what up teammate. Uh, <laughs> and you know, he's super happy. Uh, I was super happy for him. Super happy to have him as a teammate too. Um, I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, you know, DJ knows him from his time in, in Milwaukee. So you know, I stay in, in contact with DJ and um, we're excited to have him, um, you know, not just as a pitcher, but um, you know, what he brings for the, for the clubhouse and, and kind of uh, just a different attitude, um, a great attitude, but you know, a different personality to, to have come in and um, yeah, it's exciting for sure. There's a lot more where that came from, but before we get to that, I want to tell you about one of today's sponsors and that is eBay motors passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Thanks, as always, for making Lockdown Reds your first listen every single day. For those of you everydayers out there, we have another part to this Lucas Sims interview coming up tomorrow. Going to look back on some memories, including we're going to get a great story about the the extra detailed version of the sleet game, the freezing rain game that, you know, Lucas Sims had to pitch through. And you remember he was tossing out all the baseballs that the umpire kept throwing to him. Got a lot of fun details coming for you tomorrow on that, but there's plenty more to get to where it comes to the expectations for this season with Lucas Sims coming up here in just a minute. Before we do, wanted to remind you that Locked On has created the first ever 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today brings you the local news with all of the local experts like myself and Steve and the national news from our league shows. Check out the Locked On Sports Today YouTube page, the 24-7 the feed, right now and make sure you subscribe to the first ever 24-7 sports streaming channel, Locked On Sports Today. All right, let's get back to our chat with Lucas. 
this past off season was your final year of going through the arbitration process and, and doing all of that with the Reds. And I know that a couple of years you went to the arbitration hearing with them. And this, this off season, you came to terms on a new contract before you had to go through that whole process. If you could walk us through that a little bit, because us as fans, like we hear the reports of like Jonathan India is going to go to arbitration with the team. And then we hear reports that, you know, Lucas Sims and TJ Anton and those guys, and Tyler Stevenson are avoiding arbitration by signing a contract. What is that process like for you? Because obviously you're in the thick of it. This is about you and the team and how you guys kind of come together on that. Yeah. So um, to, to keep it pretty simple um, after the, tender deadline um i guess it was last friday last thursday was the was the deadline mm-hmm. um anyway so like the, the reds the team will reach out um generally the day of or the day before and um you know you kind of your agent and the team they do all their homework and say you know they pull together a couple comps um who have had similar seasons and kind of all around um a lot of similarities and it's just kind of a back and forth and um you know you're trying to just kind of find that middle ground of um you know where where you think you're valued at um sometimes there's a sometimes there's big differences sometimes there's little um you know it's, it's all just it's all just negotiations really um you know sometimes the the team takes a stance um and then other times you know the, the beauty of it is, you know, if, if, if you can't, then you have a chance to, to go to a hearing and then go in front of uh, three separate people and present your case. And, um, you know, if if it's all great if you win and, and if you lose it, it is what it is. Um, it's definitely unique. Um, you know, each team's different. Um, I'm glad we were able to, to come to terms on uh, terms of the contract this year. And uh, now it's just play ball at this point. Yeah, just following that- up on the arbitration piece of it, you know, we've heard stories. Um, Sean Casey tells a great story about his arbitration experience when Jim Bowden was the general manager in Cincinnati. Um, I forget the the guy that was a relief pitcher down in Tampa that shared his arbitration experiences. And oh yeah, that, uh, Ryan Thompson, I think. Yes, talking about how you know basically the team came in with these stats that he had never heard of before, and you know it felt like the stats made him look like he just like never got a guy out, and you know made him feel terrible. And you know we've seen uh, Corbin Burns in Milwaukee come away with genuine hurt feelings and and a strained relationship with the team was your arbitration experience you know was it acrimonious when you were actually in the hearings uh were you able to come away with it and and still you know feel okay uh, versus because as you say every team's different so it may not necessarily be the case where the reds are that aggressive versus say what tampa did yeah um you know i've actually i've reached out to to jonathan um, just about my experience with it, um, with this first time going through, um, the reds were, the reds were fine. It's, it's, it's most, it's just all on the field. There was, you know, you've heard, I've heard stories of attacking character and this, that, and the other, and, you know, it's all, Thanks. it's all on the field stuff. And, and uh, personally, just from, I can only speak for myself, but, um, for me, it kind of made me look in the mirror a little bit because, um, maybe, in the hearing, they said some things that 
that not many people would say or that I wouldn't say to myself or um, to me, it was pretty eye opening is like, all right, you know, obviously I, I haven't reached, you know, anywhere where I want to be anyway, as far as um, accomplishments and goals or whatever. But, you know, you kind of hear some and you're like, all right, you know, here's some things I can maybe improve on um, as a baseball player. I thought it's it's not the greatest thing. I mean, you sit there for it's about four hours. Um, two hours of it are are great, where <laughs> you present your case and you you're like, yes, this is this is great. I'm I'm the best. And then the other two hours are like, well, you know, you're not as good as you think you are. So, um, you know, I I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a glass half full kind of person. So throughout that process. Um, in retrospect now it's like all right well you know i heard some things that maybe was uncomfortable but i think i'm better because of it now no and that makes sense and i've always kind of wondered coming from the bullpen how do they evaluate that because like i know that for most of us fans like we start by asking well how many saves does the guy have do they like knock you if you don't come in with 30 saves 40 saves or is it something where they're able to kind of separate do they go on holds or i know that tampa it's, did the whole meltdowns and all that yeah stuff. it's all it's all unique i don't know i i can't you know with 29 other clubs i, I have only been through the process with the reds but um yeah everything everybody's different um sure you know it's it's really about your representation and and hoping that they they put together the best case possible and um yeah there's there's so many there's so much that goes into it but um i mean yeah the basic ones are you know era and um the hold saves leverage index is a big one too um okay. so a lot of it just kind of comes down to your role um you know, what kind of role did you fulfill for most of the season? All right. We are having a great time with Lucas Sims. I hope you're having a great time too. There is plenty more where that came from. We're going to dive right back into our conversation with Lucas Sims right after this. You can follow us in between episodes on all of the social media platforms. You can follow me on X at S Offenbaker with two F's. You can follow Jeff at Jeff Carr. That's Jeff with three F's. And you can follow the show at Locked on Reds. Also, make sure you head over to InsideTheReds.com and bookmark that site. Jeff's over there writing about the Reds. I'm over there writing about the Reds. And we're joined by a lot of talented guys also writing about the Reds. James Rapine, Audie Elmore, Rick Uccino. We're all covering the Reds in written form over at InsideTheReds.com. And don't forget, you can join our Discord community uh, where we're talking Reds all the time between episodes. Uh, the link for that is down in today's episode description. You're going to want to get over there. We're talking Reds. We've got channels for the Bengals. We've got off-topic channels. All kinds of stuff for everyone. And we get to talk baseball with you, which which is our favorite thing. So head over there to our discord community. All right, without further ado, let's dive back into our conversation with Reds relief pitcher, Lucas Sims. Uh, what a great conversation we're having with him. Can't wait for you to hear the rest. Here we go. Uh, I know very recently you guys added to the family. I wanted you to tell us a little bit about the newest member of the Sims family. Yeah, we did. We had another little girl um, on January 3rd, um, nice. brought in the new year. And uh, yeah, so now, me and the dog were outnumbered. Uh, me and him. Uh, we got two boys, and now we got three girls uh, in the family. And everybody's doing well. Um, everybody's happy, healthy, and um, you know, trying to navigate two kids now. 
but it's it's fun. Everything's going really well. Well, I'm a I'm a girl dad times three, so I can relate to the to the being outnumbered. So all right, yeah, we, uh, buckle buckle up, I'll, Lucas. Buckle up. Maybe I'll get some pointers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take any advice I can get. <laughs> But what does the rest of the offseason look like for you? I, I know that, you know, once the season ends, everybody kind of has a tendency to take a step back from the game. And then just outside of baseball, what does what does your offseason look, look like as far as an ability to kind of unplug and, and be Lucas Sims the guy versus Lucas Sims the baseball player? Yeah, um, really, for me, it's just about catching up and, and catching up on time with family. Um, you know, the, the schedule we have, it's, it's so um, – you know, we make a lot of sacrifices and, and family as well. Um, we're away a lot. And, um, so, so really for me in, in the off season, it's, it's kind of just, um, just being a dad, being a husband, um, you know, kind of stepping away, trying to slow things down. And then, um, I don't know, then it just starts turning into preparation for the next year. How, how do we get better? And, um, you know, I, I take, I take a little bit of time off. I don't take much, but, um, take a little bit of time off. I still follow. I like watching the postseason. Um, follow that. And, um, you know, it's, it's really just kind of about spending time with family and um, looking forward to spring. Any golf or any uh, Georgia football games or anything like that? No, no golf. I used I used to golf. And then the, uh, um, you know, back surgery after in 2022. 20, so golf is on the back burner for now um, until retirement. But, um, no, hang, hang out with family, hang out with the dog. Um, you know, sometimes we travel, we like to travel a good amount, um, this year, a little bit less with the expecting our second, but, uh, it's been good. We came out to Arizona, uh, November 1st and, uh, we've been out here, um, since for the off season. You know, you talk about that back surgery in 2022 and we talked to you in spring training beginning of last year and you know you were working really really hard to get back and you were you were coming off obviously a disappointing season where you had that injury and had to have surgery and 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 you were you had you know expressed how hard you were working and we saw the fruits of that uh last season you appeared in a career high 67 games which also led to a career high 61 innings pitched how have you felt in the off season, you know, physically after carrying that kind of workload, uh, the biggest workload of your professional career in 2023? I felt really good. I felt really strong. I felt, um, you know, I, you prepare to pitch through the, through the world series. That's, that's your ultimate goal. Um, so I still felt like a, I, I was still ready to, to keep it going. Um, but you know, once the season does ultimately come to an end, um, you know, it's time to kind of rest. Um, just kind of like ease into I, I do like some easy movement stuff some some yoga and pilates but I, I don't i don't really step on the gas per se um you know i just i need to keep it moving in october just some even just light catch um you know just into a net or just something easy just to keep the body moving keep it uh keep it loose and then you know once it's time to ramp up it's not so much of a shock to the system it's more of okay you're able to kind of keep that base um and and then kind of build the build the base build the motor per se um and you know kind of get in training uh, a little bit more when you look back at that 2023 again a career high in 
appearances, a career high and in innings pitched coming off of an injury. I know that has to be immensely satisfying to battle your way back. When you look at that 2023, what aspects of your game were you the most satisfied with and what areas were areas that you would have liked to have been better areas to focus on and work on and get better at? I think, um, I think I was pretty, pretty proud of, uh, my availability. Um, I felt like I was able to bounce back really well. A, a lot of that comes with experience of knowing, you know, what I need to do. Um, I've learned, I've learned on, or I've, I've learned from teammates in the past, um, older guys, guys who have had experience. I've, I've been able to learn from them, um, you know, kind of what it takes to, to be ready to take the ball as often as you can. Um, there's also kind of the, there's a mentality to it too, where, um, you know, you're not going to feel great every day, but um, being able to have that kind of realistic talk with yourself and be like, you can do it, dig deep. You know, it's, um, there's kind of a mentality to it. Um, you know, it's not just me. We had a, we had a bunch of guys that, that took a lot of pride in um, being available to take the ball, wanting to take the ball, um, you know, not shying away from that. Uh, guys asking to pitch and, um, it's kind of just the kind of the culture that we've kind of created through there. Um, you know, super proud to be a part of that group. Anybody, I guess, that maybe followed my season, followed the Reds, probably the probably glaring obvious is limiting free passes. Um, you know, some of it was situational where you, know, you come in and maybe maybe the next guy on deck is probably a better candidate, a better matchup per se. Um, you know, you kind of have a base open where you're able to pitch around, but then there was also some. I call them boneheaded, um, whether lack of focus or whatever it may be, um, you know, trying to attack the zone more, um, kind of limit those free passes. And, um, you know, we kind of, we kind of got a saying down the pan. It's, uh, we're just trying to get off the field as fast as possible. Let me just say, get off the field and, um, the less pitches generally, the better, um, get off the field. You're able to bounce back more, um, and be more available to pitch. So um, limiting those pitches and limiting those free passes are something that we've been training a little bit this offseason and um, kind of been an emphasis for this upcoming season. Really appreciate Lucas giving us some of his time and getting to talk with us a lot. I mean, really anticipating the season. Plus, we've got some great stories that he looks back on coming up on tomorrow's episode, part two of our conversation with Lucas. Make sure you don't miss that and don't miss anything that we've got coming for you as we lead in to spring training subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and right here on youtube because we've got new content coming for you every single day because we are locked on reds every single day hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music Download the Amazon Music app today.